The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. A lot of blue on a Tuesday. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. Yes, today is a big day. Lots to get to. We are live on YouTube, live on Twitter. Coming up, a conversation with John Bishop. He is the play-by-play voice of the Creighton Blue Jays. We will go to Omaha, the site of the game that I am jumping up and down about. I've been talking about this since last night. (laughs) Jays hosting Iowa for the first time since 1999. The Hawkeyes have to go to Omaha. Man, this ain't going to go well for me. Mick Screamy might get tossed tonight. Really? Yeah. Wait. What's up, my friend? How are you? I'm oh, excited for the show today. I know. Um, you went and got uh, a guy right in the thick of it. This is going to be great. We got the voice of the Creighton Blue Jays to come on. Um, there's a lot going on. Is this blue? I just, I just want to know. Is this, is this blue? This is the Canadian. Yeah, it's jersey. the alternate. This, this is, but it's blue, right? It's baby blue. Yeah. Blue, blanc, and rouge. Yes, is what the hat is. And but why this is baby today? Blue. Well, because I I I couldn't find the Creighton hat, so I said okay. I got to wear something blue. <laughs> you can't find the Creighton hat. I, I Wait, can't find it right now. It's blank. The hat's blank. It is. It's why blank is the hat because blank? Because we have to keep hitting the like button, keep hitting the subscribe button, because we can put whatever we want on a blank hat like this. <laughs> Did you buy a blank hat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we got I got the display. Sit tight, people, because you're going to see what we created all Ooh. weekend. Ooh. And I'm going to show you what you can get. Uh, we're going to try to figure out a way where you can either DM the show at Boston versus the book on the Twitter. You can try to DM Sports Talk Matt at Sports Talk Matt, but his Pretty DMs tight. are blowing up because he's been so hot lately with all yeah. the plays. Yeah. My yeah. DMs are not open. So no. <clears throat> if you need to email the show, yes. it's ask the BVB. Yes. at gmail.com and put it out there. If you thought got an idea for a hat, we're going to have that, but yes. Yeah, so I wore the blue because I didn't want to wear the blue Jays, like Toronto blue Jays stuff. Different. You know that there's a very big discrepancy. Do you know the biggest difference between the Creighton blue Jays and the, the Toronto blue Jays? I don't, but go ahead and tell me the way it's spelled. What are you talking about? The Toronto blue Jays is two words, right? The Creighton Blue Jays is one word. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me it was like B L E U, like the French. No, 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 no. It's Blue it's Jays. Blue, Blue Jays is one word. So, so when, when you look at the like the game notes or look at the way that it's spelled, it's not two words. It's one word. Blue Jays is one word. Okay. See, see Creighton Blue Jays. See how it's spelled underneath us? Yeah. That's how it's spelled. Oh. There's no not Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Okay. Well, good to know. See, and I didn't want to come on with the fake Blue Jays or the, ah, the two-word Blue Jays stuff. Right. So I said, I'll wear something blue 
I got found a blind cat and thought that was appropriate. And we'll talk to Bishop and then we'll do the rest of the show. We'll talk about, you know, there's other things going on. I know yeah, you, you. Let's get out of the way. Let's just, oh, let's just well, get the Creighton well, game out of the way. And then we'll talk to Bishop and then we'll be done with it because okay. it's, it's in case you're like, all right, why are we caring about a Creighton Iowa game? This is, there's other stuff. Kentucky's playing Kansas. Like, why are we talking about number eight against an unranked Iowa team? First of Starters. all, you know that this game is at seven o'clock Pacific. Oh, I thought it was seven Eastern. No, sir. This is prime time. This oh, it's is even, even better. It's even better. Okay. This you don't place understand. It's going to be rocking back there. I can't wait to talk to John about this because I'm making this equation. When the Jays were really good on the upswing, when Creighton got coach Mac and they started to really get good with his son, Doug McDermott, who now is a spur. The Nebraska Cornhuskers walked into the Chai Center, then called uh, the Quest Center. And I believe the score at halftime was 60 to 20. Oh, I'm not saying that's happening tonight. Whoa. But this is the first time since 1999 that oh. Iowa has played in Omaha. They have oh. never played in this building. Oh, boy. Nebraska coach Mac dominates the Big Ten because he beats Nebraska every year. So that's why his record against the Big Ten is really good. Okay. But Iowa doesn't play this game because this is the game they have feared for a very long time. The best players in the history of Creighton basketball have been from the state of Iowa. Mm. Doug McDermott, Ames, Iowa, Kyle Corver. Um, oh, where's the tulip festival in Iowa? <sighs> Somebody tell us we've got enough people in Iowa. Iowa fans, where's your tulip festival? Pella, Pella, Iowa. Pella. Pella, Iowa. Pella windows. That's where it's from. Yes. Pella windows is from oh, Pella, Pella, Iowa. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So Pella, Iowa tulip festival, huge, big deal, big deal. Corvers are all from there. Iowa, they got, they didn't recruit him. Went to Dana Altman, became an unbelievable player. You know, now he's with, I think it's in the Hawks front office, Kyle Corver is now. Nate Funk, also from Sioux City, Iowa. This is where the Jays have gotten their best players. Now, it's not so much anymore now that they're in the Big East. They do a lot of nationwide recruiting, a lot of East Coast recruiting because of the Big East. Okay. But Iowa never wanted to play this game for that reason, because then you could actually match it up because the Jays draw more fans. Than Iowa does. Little tiny Creighton University draws more fans than Iowa does at Carver Hawkeye. It's an NBA arena, 17,500 sold out. They sell beer. You're oh, telling me this game is tipping off at 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 9 p.m. Eastern? Central Time start. Yeah, we'll ask Bishop about that. Do you know yes, how but... rocking of an atmosphere this is going to be in Omaha? It's going to be good. I, oh, I, this I, is going to be. So fun. We'll ask John about that. That's and great. I'm very, very interested. I'm very curious. Are you saying lay the number? I mean, before I don't know. 12 is a lot. So 12 is a lot. The number, though, I got a. This is today is one of my all time great CLV days day. Oh, CLV days boy. day. This is this what? is I, I got CLV on top of CLV here today. Oh, God. This number last night was 160 and a half. This yeah. number is 64. After we last night on the phone, I said, it's going to be 165. And you were like, really? And I was like, yep, it's going to be like this number is going to fly. It's a wrong number. 160 and a half was way too low for these two teams. Yeah, well, let's click refresh right now. And voila, 164 and a half. At, uh, <laughs> it's going to be 165. Our, our big three here in yeah. town. Yep. It's going to be 165. I, close. Well, I mean, yeah, that must have that must have flown. Mm. It opened at 160 and a half was last night. And I was like, wait a minute, that number is not right. And then it just took off. And it, it, look, I'd still bet over. I still would bet over because I was not going to play. At what defense. number would you not bet over for the people? 170? 
My final score is 90 to 75. That's one. So 165. Okay. So there's, there's my stop sign. Man. I think the Jays cover, but I'm, I don't know it enough. I'd rather bet the team total for the Creighton Blue Jays, which was 87 and a half last night. So I'd rather bet that because I know Iowa doesn't play any defense. The question is going to be just how, how hot will Iowa be? Because Creighton plays defense kind of like Cock Brenner's the seven foot guy in the middle. He'll stop. He'll protect the rim. But if Iowa hits threes, you know, Iowa can be in the game. So this is, uh, uh, put it in the chat. We'll ask you guys. It got Creighton minus 12. You taking Iowa or Creighton? Minus a dozen. A dozen's a lot. Eileen, take the points. Seems counterproductive. What? If you like the over that much. Iowa plays Creighton over may games. hang 95 on them. They may hang a hundred on them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they may hang a hundred, but Iowa may score 90. I mean, wow. this is AAU type basketball here. This is, this is just back and forth, back and forth. This should be a really fun game because these two teams both want to play up tempo. They're not going to play half court defense. Oh my. And Iowa really doesn't want to let Creighton get set because then you're dealing with Cockbrenner, who arguably is a top three, top two defensive player in the country. 10 o'clock. Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock or nine o'clock Central, seven o'clock Pacific. That's so awesome. On I didn't FS1. That. Guess what I'm doing tonight? Getting off the air sports grid, <laughs> cranking it up, watching. Great. I'm gonna basketball. go. Wow. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I can go to the, to go swimming. Maddie, Maddie wants to go swimming. I thought we were gonna go swimming after the game. So we go before the game. That's even better. I I, I got the times wrong. I thought it was seven o'clock Eastern. That's oh, seven o'clock no. Pacific. Swim classes before. Get that done before. It was like Get class. She just in. likes to fool around the pool. Just go I swim laps and she does, you know, it's my second workout, so it's perfect. That's so it's, it's a nice, nice non, non. All right. Before John gets here, we'll go back to Creighton when John gets here. I just want to okay. say a couple of quick things here because this is unbelievable. I know you guys might not care about this because it's a Vegas centralized thing, but I just want to say to everybody who works here in Las Vegas that we are doing you guys a complete disservice about what is about to happen starting tomorrow. They're canceling everything around the city for F1. I'm talking to different people. If you have to get from one side of Vegas to the other in which you have to cross the strip, it, it's over for you. They're telling locals to go to the airport three hours ahead of your flight to get across. If you're going on the 215, which is the big highway here in Vegas that you take to go to the airport, they're saying three hours ahead of time. The road closures for the strip start tomorrow for a race that will take place on Saturday. Practice begins on Thursday. Practice this town, Thursday, qualifying Friday. Race we, are, we are asking people to go to work who sometimes work at multiple properties. <sighs> they can't get across the strip. There's people saying, look, I work at the Cosmo until four. I work at the Venetian at five. They're telling me I'm not going to be able to get on that part of the strip. I'm not going to be able to get there. It's going to take me over an hour to get basically what is a mile and a half to get mm. there. And I'm going to be late for work. Pretty We're not much. putting up the people. We're not giving them overtime pay. We're not asking them. We're telling them basically it's up to you to get to work. And the properties are telling their employees that, look, at you need to be there two, You plan two or three hours commute both ways. Yeah. And they're there. And if they don't show up, 
this whole thing falls apart. I don't care about the weather, which is going to be crap. Weather's not going to be nice. It's going to be cold and wet on Thursday and Friday. It's and very no rain. Let's it's going to rain. No rain. It's going to rain. No, no, it's going to rain. It's a matter of when is it going to rain? It's raining. I mean, it's 100% going to rain. It's a matter of when will this rain? It's just the meteorology portion. I mean, I've been watching it the whole time because I've been laughing. I've been like literally laughing about this going, this is incredible. It's going to be a night race in the desert on Saturday night. It's going to be 45 degrees. Yeah, it's going to be cold outside. It's going to be 45 degrees. That's that. For those of you that think you're coming and you're going to just, you know, wear short sleeves and so bring the hoodies. Oh, bring, bring the, the ponchos. Bring the, bring the gloves. Bring the, uh, yeah, the wet gear, maybe. Um, we should sell umbrellas. Seriously, sure right? That might be. We Seriously, make a mint. Seriously. So I'm just. I just want to say before we get to John Bishop, who's in the back room, we we'll get him here on one second. I am apologizing on the behalf of everyone who is. You are railing on the internet. You're railing on social media. You want someone to hear you. I hear you. I feel your pain. It sucks. I feel so bad for everybody. This is going to be one of the hardest weeks to work in a sports book, to work anywhere in hospitality. Yes, you should make decent money in certain places if you are hoping to get tipped and whatnot for big parties that are going to be happening for F1, but it might not be worth it given the hell people are going to go through. Would you we'll go stay. if you worked at a, if you were at a book, still working in a book, would you go? Would you have taken vacation this week? I they won't let you. There's no vacations <laughs> this week. That's the problem. Like you know ahead of time, and you go, oh, I'll take that week off. Because like some places are paying double, they're paying them double the whole. Good, week. that's what you should you know? do. Good. And, and some places are trying their best. I read, <laughs> I talked to somebody who they have a parking lot two miles from work, <clears throat> and they're shuttling them in, so they have to. I mean, they're inconvenienced. Your your commute doubled. So if you you normally give yourself forty five minutes to an hour to get to work early and get ready to you know work. You got to leave two hours, but they're trying to get you in and out. There's everything you used to do is getting in and out and driving and all that. It's, it's done. Like, I mean, Kelsey's ready to transfer schools, trying to drive the UNLV. She's had enough. So yeah, I can't. It's been class. a major inconvenience. I, I canceled class yesterday. I just told my class yesterday. I said, guys, look at. I'll do a Zoom. I'll do Zoom. If you guys need one, I'm doing one-on-one talks with my kids for their final. And I was like, look, I'm just going to stagger it by the time of uh, every 15 minutes. I'll talk to a different kid one-on-one, but I'm not driving. Like I, I'm not going anywhere near the strip until Sunday. Like just not even yeah, touching it. I, I, it's done. So I just wanted to start the show with that and just say that I, I, there's a lot of anger in this town for people who work here for this event, who was not, it's not meant for us. Just as we said, it's not meant for us. It's not even meant for Americans. It's meant for international people to come to Vegas to watch a race that we don't understand. So it, it is what it is. All right. Tonight, Omaha, Nebraska. Let's go. First time since 1999, the Creighton Blue Jays will welcome in Iowa. Finally coming to Chai Center, a.k.a. Well, I still call it the Quest Center because it was there when I was there. John Bishop is the play-by-play voice of the Creighton Blue Jays. Afternoon drive on 1620 The Zone in Omaha. John, Matt, and Dave, how are you? Welcome to the show. Very good. I'm glad to hear that you guys are as frustrated with the F1 race as even some F1 fans are. Are you an F1 fan? Uh, Not really. I'm more of a NASCAR fan, but my producer is a huge F1 fan, and he was hoping to go to this, and then he saw what the prices were, and he said, no, I'm not doing this. Right. And the track, did he, did he, the, the big rumor here in town is that the drivers hate the track already. Has he said anything about the track being kind of boring and just being very basic? 
No, I not not really. But, you know, I, I mean, you all know why it's happening. It's so that they can. And the fact they're doing it at night and it's going to be whatever, 40 <laughs> degrees or whatever yeah, it's going right. to be. And, you know, a, 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 by the end of the race, they'll be pushing each other across the line because the engines <laughs> won't be able to handle it. Uh, it's it's I mean, it's all for the show. It's all to get, you know, the the the, the sphere and the Caesars yep. and everybody's lights up there. But, you know. It's not like this F1 season's been that great anyway. The same Fair. guy wins every week. So it's Fair. really just for the light show. It's for Max Verstappen for sure. All right. So set the scene here, okay? Because this is a big game. I, I don't know how big it is for Iowa, but it's big for Creighton because Iowa refuses to play against the Jays. They finally are forced to play since 1999 now. First time. Never played at the Chai Center. So first time for Iowa coming in. Sold out. Three next three home games are sell, sold out for the Creighton Blue Jays. But What's the hype on the ground for this game tonight? Oh, they're definitely hype because it's Creighton's first test as well. And anytime you get a team from the other side of the river, it's a big deal. I mean, they brought Iowa State in here a couple of years ago, and it was a pretty intense atmosphere. So, you know, it's important. Um, you know, there's there's still a lot of people wondering, you know, if this team can be as good as last year's team, given the changes that took place, changing out a point guard, changing out a number four. Granted, you've got two NBA at least two NBA caliber, maybe three, if you count Baylor Shireman, uh, still on the roster. But, you know, the first two games were pretty much, you know, like exhibitions. Same can be said for Iowa. So really, I think it's important for both teams. And obviously Creighton wants to continue to build the momentum that they carried in from last season. And the fact that, uh, you know, they're the number eight team in the country and they've got high expectations. They also want to win one for the Big East, who has not started very well against the Big Ten in this Gavit games. So, uh, John, I'm the numbers guy. I've worked in books, and the number for this game is 12. Creighton's a 12-point favorite. Based off of last season and the high expectations this season, this number would dictate that this is a blowout. And the total in the game is 164, which is really high for a college basketball game. P-Roll here, Matt, keeps talking about how this is going to be up-tempo, fun, wide-open basketball, minimal defense. What are your expectations for the game tonight, the way it plays out? Is it going to be one of these, somebody putting up 90 to 100 points? I think the winner scores in the 90s, definitely. Wow. Um, I mean, I, I was one of the fastest teams in the country, and Creighton has always prided itself on high tempo. But if you look at the numbers, they're in the, you know, they're in the middle of the pack in college basketball, and that's because you know they can kind of switch things up a little bit. Mac likes to play fast. Um, but the problem, well, not the problem, but the thing is they've been so efficient. They mm. haven't had to play really fast. So I, I'm going to be very curious to see how Creighton does in transition defense. I think that's going to tell the tale. Um, I, I think if Creighton struggles in transition defense, that's going to be Iowa's best bet. Uh, the other part will be if Iowa can get to the free throw line, they've, they've attempted more for, or they've made more free throws than their opponents have attempted so far. And Creighton has not fouled much this year now again against overmatched competition on both sides but i think those are the two avenues where this game could really you could see that number really pump up but i would not be i would not be surprised if the winner scores in the 90s because fran mccaffrey's teams have never been great defensively it's why that they they have good seasons but they never really go very far in the ncaa tournament creighton on the other hand has improved their defensive profile really in the last three four years um and, and and so, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge because they don't usually see a lot of teams like this. They saw a team similar to this in terms of pace in Arizona last year. Now, Arizona has a lot of horses 
they did last year and they still do this year. Um, so it's going to kind of feel like that. Um, uh, but if they can get back in, in transition defense, they'll be okay. If not, I think both teams could end up in the nineties. Mm. John, we'll see you here in, in, in Las Vegas when UNLV will host the Jays in December, you guys came out here last year as well. And I was sitting with a bunch of people and I, I want to get your take on this because it ultimately turned out to be the best season that the Jays have ever had going to the elite eight, but the NIL world that Creighton does not, is not comfortable living in. It's a very different spot for this program. A small school prides itself on academics has dominated, you know, the Valley and then moving into the big East and had great success. And obviously everything has changed now with the elevation of, you know, the, the, not just the, the, the program, but also the eyeballs and the money that's now around this program. You've been there through the transition. What's it been like to watch Crane enter this new world of NIL? They're they're ahead of the game more than I think a lot of people nationally would think. Now they're not Tennessee football, they're not you know some of the big names you know in in college basketball in terms of you know the real real big money. But in terms of competing in the Big East, uh, there are a lot of people around the Big East that thought Creighton was in really good shape when they entered, and so far it's proven to be the case. Um, they've signed another really good recruiting class. Uh, this is like you know three out of the last four recruiting classes have been very highly ranked. So I think, you know, for a program that not a lot of people, unless you are a college basketball junkie uh, are totally familiar with, uh, I think it would surprise some folks how competitive they can be. Now, again, they're not going to, they're not going to win, you know, all the blue chip battles or, or, or win a lot of blue chip battles, but they're going to still be able to get the caliber of athlete that they've been wanting to get. They just signed again, one of their top recruiting classes um, and, and actually a player Jackson McAndrew here in this last class, who's mm. I believe the highest rated player they've ever hired that they've ever signed. Arthur Kaluma, who just transferred to K state was the previous high. So yeah, they're, they're, they're surprisingly competitive based on, you know, the name of Creighton. Um. In the conference, like the first thing you got to do is win the conference. Mm. And at least out here, it's Creighton, UConn, maybe Marquette, and that's it. That's actually going to compete. Agree or disagree on that. And if there's anyone else in the conference, maybe Villanova. I don't think St. John's or anyone else. But is there is that the perception there? Like we just have to beat UConn and Marquette. We win the conference, get a number one, number two seed. Or are there other challengers that maybe I'm not thinking about? I, I wouldn't sleep on Villanova. I know they lost last night to Penn, um, but I think that's a program that's going to continue to get better as the season goes on. I mean, it's a very prideful program, and they and they they brought in a lot of transfers. The thing that will be interesting with Villanova is this is a little behind, or not behind, but this is different than what they normally do. I mean, Jay Wright's programs have just you know just went out and recruited really well at the the high school level, and then just developed them through four years. This is a little bit different approach. So it might take a little time to adjust to, but I won't, I wouldn't sleep on them. Um, Cause they even gave, they gave the Jace, Jace Fitz last year, uh, even with one of their weaker teams in recent years. But, but I would agree on the other two, certainly. I mean, you never sleep on UConn. That's a solid program. And Marquette, Marquette and Creighton are very similar in that they basically returned everybody that they absolutely mm. needed to come back. I'll be interested to see. I know Tyler Kolick went down with an ankle injury mm -hmm. uh, one game ago, and he, I think he's questionable for the game mm -hmm. tonight. Um, as long as they stay healthy, Marquette's going to be right there 
uh, you know, Shaka Smart, kind of similar to Greg McDermott. Um, it didn't go as well at the Power Five level, but once he came back to, you know, uh, to a different conference, uh, I think I think Shaka is going to be there at Marquette for a long time. I think I think he's really got something good going there. John Mason Miller started last game, and last year he was a little bit inconsistent. Son of Mike Miller, what? What's his ceiling in your mind? And, and, and do you expect him to get big run, big minutes tonight against Iowa? So far, they've been splitting the minutes between Miller and Isaac Trout, who was uh, a former Nebraska State Player of the Year who went to Virginia and redshirted last year and then came back home to play with Creighton. They basically split the minutes 50-50. Miller is the starter. Uh, tonight will be an interesting litmus test because obviously the other two games, uh, Creighton has been able to go deeper into their bench. Uh, so we'll see tonight if that rotation continues. But as far as Miller's concerned, you know, this is the guy they had hoped to build the program around. This is, uh, you know, this is Mike Miller's nephew, uh, the former NBA star. Uh, you know, he's a great shooter. Uh, the key is going to be how he plays defensively, really for both uh, Miller and Trout, how they play defensively, because that was a role last year that in the second half of the season, I think Arthur Kaluma uh, was able to shine in a little bit. He was more of the dirty work guy. Mm. Uh, go up, get your rebound, you know, save a possession, um, you know, can D up a little bit. That's going to be the question for Miller and for Trout is how well they play defensively. The, you know, tonight will be an interesting challenge because you've got Peyton Sanford, who's a, you know, burgeoning Mm. star at Iowa, uh, who's coming in averaging a double double. He was the sixth man of the year in the, in the big 10. Uh, I think that's going to be a unique challenge. And as you get deeper in the non-conference season, you're going to face Nebraska, you're going to face Alabama. Um, and then, of course, you get right, go right from Alabama to Marquette. So um, how they develop defensively, I think, is going to be the key. I don't think offensively you've got any problems. Miller is a, can be a dead-eye shooter, especially from the corner. He could be a guy tonight that could be an X factor. You know, if he hits three or four threes, could be a difference maker. John, last one for me. Matt's been talking about this atmosphere at Creighton to me for a couple years now. <laughs> and the the word on the street is that we're coming back there for a game. This game tonight has all that build up and all that expectation. Can you describe to somebody, and you've been in gyms and buildings all over the country doing this for as long as you have, what is this like tonight for like the visiting team. I mean, this, this seems like it's a pretty intimidating place to play when it's sold out 17, five rocking. And Matt keeps talking about the fact they sell beer at the games. So yes, they do like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. It's the original place, you know, the yeah. university of Nebraska doesn't sell beer at their events and which has been kind of a bone of contention, but Creighton's been selling beer at their games for, you know, 30 years. Um, uh, it's, it's legit. Now I would say this, you know, if you come in here for the run of the mill non-conference game, you know, it's not going to blow your socks off, but for big games um, it's legit. It really is. And tonight's going to be unique because as Matt mentioned in the intro, Iowa hasn't been here in 20 years. Um, And, and usually they come in pretty strong. I mean, Western Iowa has a strong Hawkeye presence. So you'll have some Hawkeye uh, blood in the building. Uh, But you know, with the late start, uh, nine o'clock here locally oh. uh, for a midweek game, which is a little questionable. Um, I hope that doesn't keep folks down. I don't think it will. No, because this is a game, you know, it's not Nebraska in terms of rivalry, but anytime you face a school that's, you know, within decent driving distance and has got a pretty good tradition, 
um, it, it's going to bring the best out of the Jays fan. So I hope when you come here, it's for a game that, you know, yes. has some heft behind it, because if it does, this place can bring it just about as good as anybody. I put it up right up there with Providence. I put it up there with Xavier as the best atmospheres in the big East. It's going to be a ton of fun. John, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate the time. Have a great show. Have a great call tonight. We'll be watching back here in, in, in Vegas. See you guys yes. when you come on out here for the game against UNLV. Sounds good. I hope you survive F1. <laughs> Thanks, John. That's John Bishop, the play voice of the Creighton Blue Jays, joining oh. us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good to get him on talking about tonight's people game. watching this F1 stuff all over, huh? Yeah, it's a big story. I mean, it's it's a big deal. I mean, there are F1 fans in America. There's just not a ton of them. And this story now has become captivating around the country because we're whining. The locals have been whining on social media and we're, you know, I can't tell you how many social media posts I saw this morning from locals who are absolutely irate at the road closures. And that's what's about to happen starting tomorrow. So this guy posted, I posted it at sports cake and say he drove it. Yeah. And set it to music. So you can actually see it. It's going to look unbelievable on TV. It will. The amount of stuff that they had to do to get it there is crazy. And it's still people that have to work it and make it work. And there's still people that have to attend it and, you know, support it. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I really hope it doesn't rain. It's going to be cold enough. I really hope it doesn't rain um, because that's going to really dull it all. And then everyone that's been lighting it up is going to be like, see, we told you, don't come back. If it brings that much money and people are getting double pay, at least I hope mm-hmm. more people are in like there's tips and everybody does good. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just can't. They got to figure out a better way to get it ready because it's been a mess. It, look, the guy who run, ran it issued a public apology to the state and city of Las Vegas for the way that the preparation went, said, it didn't go the way we wanted it to go. It was an unfortunate inconvenience, he called it. And I, again, I'll go back to what a girl in my class, a young lady in my class said. She was a Vegas local. And she goes, I've been living in Vegas my entire life. There's not a single topic in my life that everyone agrees to, that everyone that I know has the same opinion, but F1. And we all hate it. And we all want it gone. And we all want it to never come back. And I mean, regardless of what the money is, regardless of what happens this week and what the race looks like, which is going to look absolutely amazing. Incredible. But why didn't they run it at 7 p.m.? Why run it at 10? Is it because of the European audience? Well, yeah, it's the morning over there. So think about this. We're running at 10 p.m. at night in the desert. Like, it's not going to be nice to be outside. I hope they uh I hope they have the right tires and stuff. There might be there you there might be accidents and things oh, like Oh, I think there's gonna be very possible we're gonna see. Know, I mean, any moisture whatsoever. I mean, it's right now there's a 20% chance of rain on Saturday night. There's right. a 50 to 60% chance rain on Friday. So we might wash out practice. So you may not have practice for these guys. So that could cause even more problems because they won't have a run of it at top speed to get used to the track. I don't know. I watch Johnny it. Barley's but- in the chat. He said he lives in Vegas and he doesn't hate it. He's he can't wait for it because he works. Work. He works. Where's he work? Wait, Johnny Parley works where? 
He works a bunch of different places. Okay. I don't think I, he's going to be down there or yeah, for okay. it. I, I'm, I'm thinking of Johnny P, not Johnny Parley. Because I'm going to say Johnny P works at the DraftKings office on Buffalo and 215. He's tweets 10 miles from the Strip. That's yeah. why he likes it. Right. If Same. you don't work on the Strip, that I mean, if, if you don't have to go down there ever, then you don't even really – there's been no real inconvenience to your life if you don't well, have I mean, to work to the strip. Fashion show balls right there, right? You yep. have to pay a hundred dollars to park at fashion show the rest of this week. Oh, if you go down there, it's a hundred dollars parking. But if you spend a hundred in a mall, you get that waived. So if you go that's shopping, smart. that's smart. Okay, so that's that, smart. That, that at least but now that you're required to spend a hundred dollars on your trip to the mall, what if you want to go buy your kid pair of sneakers for thirty bucks? Not down there. Jeez. Yeah. So like, you know, and there's a lot of workers that work there. There's a lot of workers that work in buildings, office buildings right by there that park by the strip and all that. Totally inconvenienced for months now. But this week, especially with the traffic, Should you, Kelsey's I, ready to transfer to Creighton. She's, 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 well, she said, I'm done with this. I can't do it. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I, I can't do it. I can't. So, I can't argue. I can't argue that point. But yeah. what, it, what do you mean? Have you driven the strip at night recently? No, daytime only. See, I'm tempted to take Maddie and go drive it tonight. Oh, tonight at midnight. Just why? Well, no, you can do it. They, no, at midnight, oh, I know. They close I it. tonight at midnight. No, they close it at midnight. Midnight to 6 a.m. The ship's closed tonight. Oh, so maybe 1030. You got to get down there. Run yeah. Down there. You got to, they're closing in at midnight. So you can't, because they'll start the final race preparations. They'll allow people to drive. I think it's 6 a.m. to like 2 p.m. It's open and then it closes again and then forget it. And then it's done. Mm. And then you're not getting into it. So we'll, we'll watch it, how it goes. Gorov, one star Gorov just came in and chat and said, he's heading to San Francisco this weekend to get Smart away man. from it. Smart man. Smart man, get the hell out of here. I don't blame you one bit to get out of here. All right, the Bills lose to the Broncos last night on what was just an unbelievable play. So, look, if you didn't watch the game, turnover fest on both sides. Game was basically a dead under the entire game, under 48 for the entire way. Bills go up, sorry, Broncos go up, extra point gets missed, they're up by six. Touchdown. Buffalo. They're now winning this game. Yep. They left a minute 30 on the clock. Yep. Here comes Russ and this Broncos offense, but they get a huge pass interference call, which was terrible. Was it PI in your mind? I, although I kept on your words were in my head when I was watching it, when you say, I don't know what pass interference is. <laughs> they throw a jump ball. I mean, it's like drop back, <clears throat> drop back and throw it up, try to get a penalty. Under throw it. Judy tries to, you know, jump back and catch it. The guy was running at full speed trying to catch him and cover him. Mm. Judy stops and runs into him and jumps for the ball. The guy turns his head, but he's already hit him. At that juncture in the game, I don't think you call it, but they called it, which led to a field goal try. Which he hit for Denver, which he missed. <laughs> he missed. Well, he hit it, but the flag for too many men on the field comes out. Right. And you're so like, that's what I mean. He I missed mean, it was a fire goal. drill, right? So it was this huge, like run onto the field, run on the field. And you understand why he missed it to the right, because neither team had timeouts. It was eight, seven, six, snap it, kick. And the ball just leaks. Like when you, when you rush your golf swing, 
you leak. You just, you just, uh, it's a, it's not really a slice. It's just the, the thing, it, you know, the ball fades. It, it faded to the right. It was going up and it went right, right, right. And then, oh my God, he missed it. Bills win. Survivors, you guys are, wait, there's a flag on the field. Troy Aikman counts all the way to 12. 12 men on the field. Do it again. <laughs> so it's third down and I'm sitting with Tommy to lip. And we're watching a game. You know he's a Bills fan. Oh, God. And he's got the Bills and teasers. So he's rooting like this is perfect. Just after the pass interference call, he was convinced, all right, fine, that the teasers are going to lose. Denver's going to make the field goal. Then it gets the third down. He goes, they don't have any timeouts left. What are they going to do here? Right. They're going to down the ball in the center field and change like a line change in hockey why didn't they clock it because they wouldn't have put it on the middle of the hash it, or, it the hash oh i see right it they, they were on the, the right hash right, right okay so it he won't. stepped over and got in the middle touched his knee down and then like a line change in hockey yep. runs <laughs> off the field the other guys are running on it's complete chaos and we're watching it going this is so I don't know what I don't know why they don't know how to manage the end of the games, but they shouldn't have done that. But they were prepared to do it. They practiced it, I'm sure. They get on the field, the ball gets down, he kicks it, and it goes wide right. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, he missed it. Wait, what is that? A flag? How in the hell? Who was on the field that wasn't supposed to be on the field? For there's no field goal block team, is there? Yes, but that's the special teams coordinator's job to tell everyone, get ready, who's supposed to be there and who's not. Somebody was on the field that was not supposed to be there. Right. So so you come on the field for fourth down. They have 12 guys on the field. We'll get another try. Denver kicks it up. Buffalo loses. There's a zillion flags on the whole game, and I – Tweeted, sorry, Will, nobody knows shit. Like, what? I don't even know what happened. Denver's coming. They're going to make the in the hunt in the AFC. You know what's cool, though? What's cool about that is that Sean Payton can coach. Yeah. Like, they were really, really bad. They gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins earlier this year. And that defense was opportunistic. They were really, really ferocious to the football. Looked like a good defense last night. Looked like it's good. And I guess, I mean, I guess someone's got to pay for it. Buffalo. I guess someone's, someone's got to pay for it because the bills this morning fired Ken Dorsey because it's his fault. They had 12 guys on the field. It's his fault. Josh Allen's a walking turnover. Josh Allen throw pick is money. Every single game. Um, he is the leader in the NFL now in thrown interceptions, man. I mean, it is wild to watch because the next person to go is Sean McDermott. I'll ask you this question again. This is this, this was a comment that was made. I'm going to give Jason McIntyre the credit for this because he said it in August. He said the bills window has already closed. Right. And no, and nobody knows it yet. Is it fair? Are they going to miss the playoffs? Uh, we were we were talking about it last night with Lip, and 
he's like, I don't think they're making the playoffs. And I want them to make the playoffs. I'm a fan. I got them to win the division. Um, I don't think they are. See the rest of their schedule? It's unreal. That Hard. was a game they had to win. They had to have that one. Because they play the Jets at home next week. Seven-point favorites. And then they go through the at the Eagles, at the Chiefs, home for the Cowboys. Now they have to win two of those three. Oh. That to. is, I mean, going on the road to Philly and Kansas City, home for the Cowboys, which, fine, the Cowboys aren't great on the road, but at the Chargers, home for the Patriots, at the Miami Dolphins. They're currently 5-5. Five and five. How many wins do Nine. you need to make the postseason? Nine? Ten. No, no, no. I think I think you're going to need ten. So they, they have to win five games of the Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. I mean, Tough. that is you got to go five and two over that stretch to go ten and seven. I don't think I don't it's know. I don't know. That's cannot I mean nine wins. I guess it could get you in. Depending on how the tiebreakers out, but yeah, right. but I think it's going to take 10. How many wins do you guys think watching the show right now? And if you haven't already, please hit the like button. We we're almost averaging a hundred a day now. Beautiful. I don't like, no, look at, I think you're right. You're on to something because all right. So top seven teams make it right. So five and four, the Texans currently occupy the seventh seed. They're up on the Bengals because they beat the Bengals head to head. Right. Colts are five and five. Bills are five and five. The Raiders are five and five. I mean, the Bills have the same record as the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. I mean, that should be as eye-opening as anything in Buffalo to go, wait, what is happening? You've got, I mean, look, the Texans schedule is pretty easy. The Steelers, I mean, right now the Ravens lead the division. The Steelers and the Browns and the Bengals are all in the hunt. The Bengals right now are out of the playoffs. So are the Bills. Right. If the playoffs began today, neither Joe Burrow or no nope. Josh Allen would be in the playoffs. Jeez, Joel Armour just came in a chat and said that the Bills have five losses. Uh, oh no, that's not Joel. That's CBW. Bills have five losses in the AFC. That hurts for all the tiebreakers too. So the Bills, that's that's, that's toast. Yeah, they, the Bills they, conference they record. Is, the Bills conference one. record is two and five. They're one and two inside the division, and they're two and five against the AFC. So yes, they will lose every tie break. Yeah, they have. To, well, they may have to win eleven. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. That's the number uh, in the chat. Everybody said ten gets in the playoffs, except Pierre Chevalier said nine. Jado says the Bills end with nine wins. They sound that that looks and sounds like nine wins. So if we go by that. I think they ain't getting in. They beat the Jets, Cowboys, Patriots, and Chargers. Is that what we're saying? That's Losing to Eagles, Chiefs, and Dolphins on the road? Uh, I mean, one game, they could win any one of those games. They have to win one of those three. Yeah, they're going to have to. The other wins. What's the line, Bills at Eagles? Six? Ooh, a little heavy. Okay, four? They might they might post a five okay. in the middle at Kansas City. KC probably a stretch over four. Are they favored at the Chargers? 
Ooh. Slight if so, or slight the other way. That might be one of those one and a halves. Okay. And then at Miami. They've got to be at least there. <laughs> right. They got to be at least three or four point dogs on the morning, right? So they're going to yeah. be dogs in three of the three of the four road games. They're going to be dogs, of course, and maybe significant dogs yeah. going, into, going into those games. So you know, you start looking at if they lose another home game, they're out. They're dead. Like they they have to win. The home games are absolutely required. All of them, right. Jets, Cowboys, Patriots, requirement. You must win all three of those games. <clears throat> As they should. Yeah, and two of those three are layups in some ways. Patriots and Jets should be pretty much, should be games they win. Hmm. But do you think firing Ken Dorsey does anything? Do anything? Like, I mean, I don't know. Is, is, is the offense the problem? I look at the defensive injuries being as. That's, that's what they can't fix, right? That's what that's what he kept saying. He was just sitting there like oh, another guy left the field, right. holding his arm. Another guy left the field. Like it's going to keep happening because the defense is so beat up. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I don't. I mean, I guess somebody has to be to blame, or maybe there's just stuff going on behind the scenes that it's. Time Bills fans get- are trying to tell me that we don't like. Cause they, I, they're like, you don't watch the team close enough to understand the play calling is horrific. Dorsey is a huge problem. Might like, be. I mean, maybe he is, but does he make Josh Allen throw the ball and double hook and double coverage and throw it late over the middle and across his body? And I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think this is a Ken Dorsey problem. It, it didn't look like when I watch the bills, I'm not like, man, their offensive play calling is horrific. I don't look at that. I look at the quarterback play being lacking. Well, I feel like they should be able to or try to run the ball more. Fine. They can't. And their line can't. Okay. Well, I mean, I saw Cook break through a couple times last mm-hmm. night. And I kept saying the lip, why aren't they doing that more? You know, and he was like, We can't give Murray the ball anymore. You know, that's a waste of blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know. When I see it and they struggle so much, and the guy Keeps throwing picks as the OC. I'm going to try to run more. I mean, to your point, James Cook is averaging 5.1 yards per carry this year. It's pretty good. Give him the ball. It's fair. I and mean, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they made the call. That they, they, I mean, they've run the ball more than their opponents. They've ran the ball 254 times to 250, but that's a lot of Josh Allen scrambles. They're averaging 4.6 yards per rush. They're giving up 4.6 yards per rush. They're running the ball for 116 and a half yards per game. They have 12 rushing touchdowns. I mean, a lot of that's Josh Allen. I mean, the best running back for the Bills has been Josh Allen for multiple years now. And that's part of the problem. Mm. I mean, look, we're going to hear it. Josh Allen is not healthy. Okay. He has a shoulder problem. I mean, come the offseason, he will probably have surgery or something because he definitely. Oh, really? Oh, he's not healthy. Josh Allen's not healthy. No, no, no. He's got he's got a shoulder problem. But how much of a shoulder problem? How significant is it? I mean, only he knows. Only on the team, and he knows how significant it is. But that is a bad loss. I'm not trying to take anything away from Denver, okay? But you, I mean, look, the Broncos deserve to win the game. The Bills did not, but the Bills were one ridiculous mistake avoided from winning that game. If you lost your survivor entry on that, how sick are you? 
We got to check on some people. <laughs> 40. 40 people in the contest in Circa. Yeah, we have to check the bills. on some people we haven't heard from. Got to get uh, got to get in touch with them because they're done. And the Bengals Brutal. people were done. And yeah. like we've been talking to people for 10 weeks straight via text or yeah. email and with the brigade proxy service and the season's over for we're them to make sure the people that are still doing the millions, obviously, you know, that this week is another, you know, normal week, but then next week we got to have the picks in early. Oh yeah. Keep reminding people about that. If you guys are listening to the show, check your emails. It's going out tonight with the reminder for next week. You're sick. It's over. I mean, you had it. Would have had, had the Ravens too. The Ravens is even worse. Uh, no, I don't think the Ravens is worse. The Ravens is worse. You were leading no. in the fourth quarter. I think tough. I think the Bills lose it because you thought you won. The kid missed the kick. He thought you won. You were jumping up and down. He missed it. He missed it. He missed it. Oh, that was a tough. Well, that was a kick right Hold there. on. <laughs> Donkey kicking the nuts like you like to That's say. Bru- That's the definition of that. You're standing up, you're exposed, and eehaw, crank, you're down. Like you're down and you're screaming and lip jumped up from the yes. from the table and he was like, Yes, and he you're, turned around and we high fived. And I was like, go. he had he had uh, his back to the screen and I high fived and I'm like, wait, there's a flag. He's like, a flag. You turn around because you don't expect it. You're like, were they offsides? What happened? Wait, what? Uh too many men on the field. <laughs> Right of the of the penalties that you even oh. think about, it could be your pick. Right, that's not one. No, because you knew the clock was ticking down. Like if you're if you have a headset on, going, all right, field goal block team, let's go defense. Make sure we're all in alignment. Do not go off sides. Get out there. Let's see if he misses it. See if he makes it or misses it. Kicks up, missed it. We win. We win. Josh Allen's like we wait. Wait what? We wait, win. What? We don't win. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Flag. <laughs> Wasn't the guy in the back counting? Isn't that the the guy behind the line on the field goal team block? No timeouts. Team, Didn't matter if he counted. What can he do? <coughs> he, he could. Your job Start is to count time out. Get off the field. No, you can't. You had no time to do that. Once they're on the field, they're on the field. That was the problem. It was a line change problem. They never had had practiced that before. Clearly. Uh what to do. They never did. They had too many guys on there. Cause even if the guy who's the main guy back there to count the 12, you know, count 10 guys and me being 11, you had no timeouts. You couldn't do anything about it. Like you couldn't call the timeout to stop it from happening. So even if he knew he had to have been like, did they catch us? Did they catch us? Please don't catch us. Please don't catch us. And the line judge is like, I got you. I counted 12. Jimmy Jack with four K's said the bills never run play action from under center. It needs to be utilized. That's true. Cause Josh Allen can't take, can't take snaps under center. What doesn't do you mean like he it. can't take snaps under center? Doesn't like it. Doesn't doesn't like it. Wants to be in the shotgun. He's a quarterback Played, in the NFL. Davey played his whole college career in the shotgun at Wyoming. Never wow. took the snaps. I mean, let's figure. He played the whole what, offense. What do we do in practice? He doesn't sit here and he snap doesn't the take balls out of. He does not take snaps under center. He takes it out of shotgun his whole career. That's unbelievable. Well, we're, guess what? We're going to learn how to do it. Okay. Well, that's, they don't do that. They don't. They don't do play action. That's not what they're here. We're going to snap do. balls for an hour. He wants to be able to catch it and survey and then run. That's what he wants. Well, that's the, how the offense is run. That's why Josh Allen plays. Where I mean, so again, is it the offensive coordinator or could it have been the quarterback? Who's to blame? 
the all, the OC gets the blame because you can't fire the player. So you fire the OC, and we'll see. Over on the hats, I'm changing could be a, hats every. Could be a disaster. Year. I mean, it could be an absolute disaster for the Bills for following Ken Dorsey. All the BVB. I've never seen you with a curved brim before. This is not. This is not it's, like you to have. This is this is Sonics. This it's beautiful. Is Sonics. It's a good hat. Yeah. I love that hat. Not bad. It's yeah. pretty. It's very pretty. Speaking of pretty, De'Aaron Fox comes back for the Kings. Third straight win for them. That number flipped like we talked about yesterday. They were two and a half overnight, closed as the favorite, and really played well last night. Kings are a problem, are they not? Kings are a problem. Well, not if you're betting on them. They're not. I mean, I like them. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, they're a hard team to play. They're, it's going to be a fun team. I, I don't know. I watched them, and everyone's like, yeah, they're just a flat. You know, they're a regular season team. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I'm like, are we so sure? Like they got pieces. Fox is really coming into his own. I like Herder. I, I, I like uh, Sacramento plays at the Lakers tomorrow. No early number yet. They'll be dogs again. Yep, definitely. And we'll probably be on them again <laughs> because I don't know. I like them. I like yeah. they're fun. Like I said, fun team. Like the way they play. A lot of overs. Yeah, <clears throat> game flew over last night. Uh, you're yeah. going to see their games, especially against teams that will be good um, dance partners in it all. Okay, well, they'll, they'll be high two four like two forties, two forty five ish soon enough here. Oilers did what we thought they were going to do after firing their coach four one win over the New York Islanders. Leon Drysaddle played his tail off last night, goal and three assists, four point night. Is yep. Drysaddle? Can I say this without people laughing at me? What? He's different than McDavid. But if you were if you were picking between the two, oh, here we go. This is like what they do in Pittsburgh with Malkin and Crosby. <laughs> Who's what better? Do? Who's better? I don't think they have to be better. They're different. Drysaddle is a monster. If you were picking to start a team and you could draft one of the two, which one would you take? I don't know. Partial to the guys like Drysaddle. So am I. <laughs> I think I would I'm take partial him. Partial to the guys like Drysaddle, but Drysaddle is better with McDavid. McDavid's good with anybody. You have to find the right guy to okay. play. Fair. It's like picking, like go All back right. Oiler wise, Gretzky and Curry. Curry was great because he played with Gretzky. Gretzky was great anyway. In terms, but I think Drysaddle would be great with anybody. But you'd, he needs a score, but he would be great with any score, any elite goal scorer. Drysaddle gets the puck. McDavid gets it, but also gives it. I think, I, you know, I don't know. One needs the other. Okay. You know, like, I mean, my most successful years playing was because I played with a tremendous center. And then, when I moved to center, I had a guy who played wing. We needed each other. I think they need to they need to have each other. They they elevate each other's games. Edmonton, they have to figure this out. Like this well, has to be figured out. Those look, two, one leaving is no good. No they, good. They, they got to win together. No good. And look, I think they're a bet on for now. Right. I think they're they're poised to go on a run. 
Like, I think the, 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 the room's been shook up. The dressing room is going to have to look I think last night they looked at each other. It was one, one going into the third period. It was a tight game. And they scored three goals in the third period, one open net, but they, I, I think what was said in that second period intermission could really spurn this team going forward. Whatever they said to each other, whatever they planned, whatever they did, because those two goals that they scored in the third period to go up three to one, it was like, okay, they got something to play for because they could have crumbled. I was like, man, they lose this game. It's one, one. They already fired their coach. Like, wh- what do you do? It's like same old, same old if you lose, but they didn't. They rallied and they won. Yeah. I think they're a bet on. Um, We'll see. Minus 185. They play Seattle tomorrow. They're yep. minus 185. Boy, it won't take long for the lines to be over-adjusted. Something's wrong with Seattle, though, so that makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's something you have to keep an eye on. As long as they get the goaltending like they got last night. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Skinner needs be- to play like that. Yeah, Skinner needs to play. <laughs> that was He was on. He played yeah. well. So that they'll be... They'll be, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say, well, everything's fixed, Mm -hmm. but it's worthy of playing on them going forward. Yes. Rather than against them. All right. To Chicago, we go number one, KU up against Kentucky. This is a big year for John Calipari. A lot of Wildcat fans are very interested in removing John Calipari. If this year does not go well for him at Kentucky, number one recruiting class in the country coming in for the Wildcats. KU is loaded loaded i mean what do people want in kentucky they want to ring every year it's absurd it's kentucky kentucky is absurd (laughs) that's a good word for kentucky fan bases it is the wildcats are supposed to be a final four team every year you know the other teams trying too, right sure but it's been a while since kentucky's won a championship and uconn just won the national championship last year they were the did, best team. Did not go over well in Kentucky when that, when that happened. I mean, there's seven-point dogs tonight. They're going to get run. They ain't winning tonight. They're going to get run. High-scoring game. Better bets the over. Where's this game? Chicago. United Center in Chicago. Chicago. This Heavy. is the late game. Duke and Michigan State is the early game. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty frothy, you know, Kentucky fans are going to be well lubricated for this game tonight. <laughs> they get to eat it. They get to hate on Duke. Gym. <laughs> they get to hate on Duke who plays Michigan state before them. And then they got to deal with their team going up against KU. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like the over better than the side. And in, in, in this one, we talked a little bit about Marquette already, but Marquette's dogs, Got to look and see who's playing tonight. If Marquette's at full strength, I would take Marquette even on the road. This is a big game for Marquette because when I did my bet for Marquette to win the national championship at 20 to one, this is the game I thought they would win. And I thought their number will crater after winning this game. The books will adjust this. You'll start to see the Marquette number come down. They lose this game. Might go the other way. Might go up. 148 is pretty consistent. A couple places have moved to 147 and a half. Two point spread. Mm. Good game. Good game. I have no idea. Best player for Marquette. His ankle needs to be okay. If, he's, if he play, if, he's, if Marquette's healthy, Marquette wins. Just a matter of Marquette's going to be healthy or not. Full, at full strength wow. tonight. 
But I, I'm very high on Marquette. I'm really high on Marquette. I like him a lot. I think Shaka Smart's got a hell of a team. It's best team since he left VCU. Right. Final four contending. This is a watch and learn for me. Hell yeah. Good game. Fun game. Uh, I will skip the Creighton talk because we already did that. We can do it in better to book it. What do you think of this one, by the way? This is the silver. Penn State book. version? No, this is it's Navy with silver Bs and a white V. Oh. Cowboys. This is one of Crunchy's models. Okay. Kind of like Cowboys. And he wanted a flex Does? fit. So okay. Flex I see Nevada, but I can see the Cowboys too. Yeah, it could be Nevada. Anything with blue, silver, and white. And white. Yeah, that looks like Nevada to blue, me. But the Cowboys too. White. Yeah. yeah. It it it'll uh it'll work. I wonder that. if you did the white hat with the blue V and the silver B. That's the alternate models. We're getting we're, okay. The white hats I feel are going to be very popular. They look once awesome. We start opening up the orders. They look fantastic. so good. I love them. That, that, yeah. that I need to go make another one because it's it's my favorite. The my white Celtics version, right? Is is my it's, favorite hat. Yeah, that's I absolutely that's love the it. one that, that that everybody seems to do. So yeah, it's comfortable. The stock was there for the black. Looks good. So, and and those were personally requested by those guys. So. Would you say Duke and Michigan State? I don't have colors for that. I got this one. Duke's this game, win this, right? I don't know. Okay, the number is four. Michigan State can't shoot threes. They've been really struggling. I don't think Michigan State. It's weird. I pulled the numbers in this game because I almost decided to bet the to bet this game. I'm like, okay, I want to bet the under. I bet under 142 and a half last night. But mm-hmm. seven of the last ten games between Michigan and State and Duke have gone over. And I was like, wow, an Izzo Coach K matchup. This is Shire's first matchup against, against Izzo. The offense for Michigan State's a problem. So while they lost to JMU already, early in the year is when you want to get Izzo. He always rallies in March. You never want to play him in March, but you want to play him early. But Shire just lost at home to Arizona. So this is a big game for both these teams. Is that the Browns? Yeah, it's, I'm on the under. One, 142.5. Is that... Is that the Browns model? Must be a must be a brass play. Why? It's moving well, a lot. No, because it's down to 141 in right. some places. I got 142 and a half. Yeah. Uh, this is the what's the uh, Oregon State. Okay. Huh? Orange mm-hmm. and white with the black hat. Um what do Bengals. you call- oh Bengals too? I see that too. Uh, any- when when you see a total get adjusted by like what happened with the Creighton game, like what how much money are we talking about moving a number, a total from 160? Oh, it's just the second and third number. They bet it three times. Oh. Like that's, that's one of the ones that you just, you, it was wrong to begin with. Okay. When it moves. So it's not, it might be two limit plays, like, you know, where you get the one number, then you get to the second number. So like um, what? Like 160 and a half, they bet it. 161 and a half, they bet it. 162 and a half, they no, bet it. No, 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 no. 160. Or 160 and a half, and they bet it, and you go to 162, and they bet oh. it again, and you're like, okay, 164. Okay. You know, you got to find a slowdown or a stop because, like, my guy Butchie's watching the show, and the other guys that know, like, these betting bots and things, they hit the second number, they hit the third number, if it ain't right. Okay. So you got to move the number right away and, like, stop the, the, the waterfall. Bloop, 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 bloop. We just turn it off, take the bets, and go. So. Interesting. What do you do with a total of 240 and a half? NBA? Indiana at Philly. <laughs> 240 and a half. 
It opened at 242. It's down. It's only one play. It's only one bet. It's still a high total. Why? It's Indiana. <laughs> it's Philly. We finally found the top. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So the top over somebody team in, bet it in, under? in the NBA. Yes, somebody bet the under. This is also the Princeton model, JC, from Casey. Oh, yes. I Good see that. that for sure. Model, yes. That is the Princeton model. I like that. I got to get, I got to get, uh, I got to get JC from KC as KC model. Chiefs, big game this week. Mm. Um, what do you do with this? I don't know. I think you bet in over. game it. I think you wait for the number to drop and bet in game. It'll start slow. A, a couple times in the past two weeks, the total in the Indiana game, whoever they're playing, it's, it went down right from close. To then only fly over. <laughs> so if you get a six-minute start slow in the first quarter, you may be able to go over 234 or something like that, in which case, <laughs> um, I don't know. Just I looked at the numbers Sunday a little bit with Indiana basketball, and I was like, and the Pacers, this is an overplay. Is this one of those ones where you do over first half and over in a game? If you want to, again, I'd rather in-game it. I'd rather see if I can get a lower number, but right, right. I'd rather get 230, 225, something to see how 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 quickly the number drops mm. to bet over. But because 240 is still, I mean, that's still really high. But the second half, yes. I mean, it's very possible for first half starts to get off very quickly for the game to go over, but I would just rather wait for an in-game number. Right. To be, I mean, hope for a, a slow first quarter because if it gets off to a fast first quarter, this is going to be 275. <laughs> like, this is just going to be like, see ya. <laughs> like, the last time, Indiana against the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, I think in game was 270. In that 272, game. I saw at one yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, see ya. Ridiculous number. Uh, speaking of ridiculousness, Chet versus Wemby tonight. First time these two teams will match up. TNT is putting San Antonio and OKC. On national TV. What's wrong with that? It's great for the league. These two teams stink. That's why. They get the TNT treatment because it's Chet versus Wemby. Rookie I think it could be year. an interesting game. Rookie of the year is coming out of this game. It one is. One of these one of these two. Blowout. For for OKC? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I mean, Spurs are two and three on the road. OKC is three and three at home. Thunder just beat the the Suns 111-99 on the road. Spurs have lost five. How many games in a row have the Spurs lost? Uh, five games in a row. Mm. Since beating the Suns back-to-back in Phoenix, they've lost five in a row. <sighs> Probably getting blown out. Probably. Thunder's pretty good. I like the Thunder a lot. SGA is really talented. Chet's got a chance to go put up a number tonight. Yeah, this is <laughs> human beings. Said over to probably crunchy. yeah. Like this is your hat. This is one of Crunchy's. He just came nice. in the chat and said over to. Um, okay, see it over. Probably First so. Part. Yeah, probably so. One more NBA game. Minnesota at Golden State. Can the T Wolves do it again? Now we're going to be watching the Creighton Iowa game on one channel. And we're going to be watching this one on the other because <laughs> we need to learn a little bit about Minnesota, right? And what's going on. And 
I'll tell you what's going on with the line. Minnesota's minus three. What? Minnesota's minus three. This game completely. Who's who's out for Golden State Warriors? First question you have to ask. Holy crap. Yeah. Two and a half. Some places have two and a half. Woo. Actually, more places have two and a half than have threes. There's three threes. I mean, we're talking about a six-game win streak here for the Timberwolves. They've beaten Denver, Utah, Boston, New Orleans, San Antonio, and, Go- and now they face Golden State. They just beat Golden State on Sunday. Beat no, six. Steph, Percy Roscoe, thank you. Oh LL, Curry's no, out. Oh, God. You know, win again. Minnesota. Good start early. Seven games in a row. Look at that. How about that? All right, to hockey we go. Bruins to one o'clock, sorry, four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern time start Boston against Buffalo. Would you have believed that the Buffalo Sabres are the number one under team at home this year in hockey? No. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Got six and a half last night down to six. This could double as the Bruins model. This was designed as the Pittsburgh model. Oh, it could be the Bruins model. Definitely. It's a little more yellow. Bruins are a little more gold. They went, yeah, they went to that different color, but this is yellow. So that's old. Yeah, yeah, that's a Steelers. I still see Steeler yellow there more than Bruins. Yeah. But the Bruins are more gold. Well, this was the, that was the thought process when we made this one was to match it to the Steeler colors. Yes. Because that's for our Pittsburgh guys, uh, Otto and uh, wrong side Robbie is getting. (laughs) Get one of these. Um, Buffalo live tonight? Maybe. I mean, the Bruins just lost to the Canadians. I love the goaltender matchup, though. I, I mean, I think this is going to be, I think this is a, a really low scoring, hard fought game. 3 2 final. Under the? Yeah. Under six and a half. You can bet under six if you want. You get even money on it right now. It's under six. Painted six everywhere. Yeah, but the juice should be pretty decent. Plus o, or minus o five most likely. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like under. I like under six and a half. I got six. Last night was six and a half. Nice. So we got that last night. Uh, Vegas oh, was also the hockey model uh, or the uh, Hawkeye. Sorry. Oh, true. Hawkeye. Yes. Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> but I can't wear that on a Blue Jay night. I can't. I can't. I can't. No, you can't do that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's sacrilegious at the moment. Uncle no. Dan. You can bend the bills yourself when you get them. I got to keep them flat for the people. You can't bend that. That's a flat bill hat, is it not? No, you can bend it. You can bend them all. They're, oh. they're all treated like you can bend them. So No, because when you have the flat top like that, when you have the – you bend it, it gets – the top gets all wonky. No, it doesn't. It does. I, I, I disagree. You got to have a bendable – that's why you need like a flat. You need you need it to be soft. You need the soft hat, yeah. Yeah, you need, need the soft hat like – you know, you need like one of these. You need like the soft flexible so when it bends, it it, 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 it looks soft. It's looks nice. Looks stiff. It's perfect, but yeah. Like these. They call, I, can't right. believe, I can't believe they call these the dad hats now. That's crazy. They are. I mean, I'm angry about that. <laughs> like you bastard kids. <laughs> call it a dad hat. You dinks. That's actually the label on the hat. Yes. There's a brand now called the dad hat. Yes. Dad hats. Yes. Like, but like new era has dad hats. It's ridiculous. 47 brand. We have dad hats. Oh, that's what I wear. I wear 47 brand soft hats. That's why I'm a dad. So there we go. So they got me. I'm, I'm on brand on the, on the nose, literally on the, on the nose as to what I wear. Uh, Vegas at Washington, the golden Knights got a chance to go to the white house last night and hang out with the cup for one final time. Yep. 
Not that they're going to be distracted, but like Vegas tonight on the road. Washington is caca. They are. Over? Probably. Six is the number. Puck line, Vegas. Oh. First game in a road trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, this is Vegas tonight. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with Washington. Even though the price is plus and all that other stuff. Nah, not for me. No, agreed. No. Uh, Florida is laying $3 at San Jose. This is factoring into our puck line fade tracking of God, of which I am betting tonight. This is but, excessive. But Brofsky is good right now. Yeah, Florida puck line. Just ride the, ride the streak. Yeah, they're going to get yeah. – Brofsky is – they're hot. They won three in a row. Bobrovsky hasn't lost in his last five games. Gold against average of under three. San Jose is coming back. They won two games at home. The last two games they played at home, they won, but I'm not buying it. Give me Florida on the puck line tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No interest in San Jose. No. no, Florida regulation, maybe? If you want to. Yeah. I got plus plus money last night on puck. On the puck line? Oh, wait, no, my, no, sorry. Minus 105, no. not plus 105. Yeah. Minus 105. Sorry. Minus 105 on that last night. That's good. Uh, okay. Did you not have, hold on, last hockey game is Calgary at Montreal. It's in the, it's in better to book it. It is? Yeah. Well, then I'll wait. All so right. I hope you say the right thing because I already have my side in that one. No side. Total. Yeah. Oh. Excellent. So, all right, good. We can do it. We can do that during better to book it on that. Excellent. Uh, Coach Jim Harbaugh is going to the hearing on Friday for his stay for the suspension slash ban that the Big Ten has handed down. Uh huh. He's going there to speak on his own behalf, as he should. As he should. <laughs> I think it's great, don't you? I think it's great theater. I don't know if it's great for his defense. It's phenomenal theater that we get the coach of Michigan to stand up there in a court of law and talk about due process. Listen, what's he going to do? Send a lawyer up there and talk for him? The guy talks at press conferences every week for 20 years. Fair. He know Who's going to talk in his voice, in his words? Because they're going to come at him and go, oh, Guy didn't even want to talk at his hearing. He had a lawyer testify. No, you know what? I'm going to talk, and I'm going to say this. It's Quote. fucked up. All <laughs> of it is fucked up. Quote, I've always felt like it'd be cool to just get up there and thunder away at a jury like Tom Cruise and a few good men or be a judge. Alas, I didn't go to law school. This will be the first time I've ever really been in this situation. Way, any, I want the truth. Anybody who says the word alas publicly. <laughs> come on. Alas. alas? <laughs> who says the word alas? <laughs> like you write the word alas. You don't say the word alas. Just strange. Just Did you it. order the code red? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so wild. Oh I can't wait. I cannot wait just to watch Time is this. out on Friday. I don't know, but I'm curious. Are they going to televise it or not? Because I hope that they do. Oh, damn. If they're not, somebody send us the stream. I have to see this. Right. It has to be done. Can you imagine the social media things that are going to come from this? 
Well, I just, I want to know what he says. Like, does he try to defend himself with evidence of other teams doing it? Oh boy. Or does he defend himself based upon having his own property robbed or like, cause it's been proven this happened. So the question is, how does he get away? Like, does he say there's already an NCAA investigation going into this? The big 10 is superseding this. They should not be stepping in. This is an NCAA violation. This is an NCAA investigation. This is not a big 10 place. They're overstepping their bounds. Like what's his defense going to be? Because he did it. Like there's no way around this. Like this happened. So the defense has to be something of the, I'm being railroaded by the big 10. So I don't coach in the biggest game of the year against Ohio state. I like to ask the question, what did I do? All right. This is what they said. I did. We know. Yeah. It's proven what you did, but everyone else did it too. Correct. But does that mean that you get off? No, but if if I rob, I if, I, if, I still can, if I steal a candy, if I steal a candy bar on Saturday, well, that's fine. Is is that the defense? Is is it the defense? I'm question. taking We're I'm, questions. Am I taking Ryan Day with me to my ban, or am I trying to get myself? We're all going down, or okay. we're coaching on Saturday. That's what that's I want to know. I need What's, to know. I want to know Which what Jim is Harbaugh it? is. What will be his defense to the behavior and what or is the charge? That you sent somebody in person against okay. the rules to okay. watch the signs of your opponent. And everyone else in the Big Ten did it too. Correct. But okay. at what so level? Why are you coming they? at me? Correct. But that doesn't mean you didn't do it. The defense can't. There is the in the law. The defense is wrong. Just fine, like but in the law. In the law, ignorance to the ignorance to the law is not a defense. And everyone else was doing it too is also not a defense. You can't say I stole well, a candy bar because everyone else God. stole a candy bar. If you stole the candy bar, I am responsible for my own behavior. It's up to the law to go after everybody else. So the defense can't be. I learned it from watching you. Like that, that, that can't be the, 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 you know, the dare TV PSA commercial can't be your defense. No, that's fine. If you say that I did it and you can prove that I did it. They can and they can. Yes. Okay. Can you prove that Ohio state did it too? But then they're not the ones facing a ban. Oh, my, that's my, my point is you're not wrong. My point is if the defense is everyone else was doing it, that doesn't get Jim Harbaugh off the suspension. The, it has to be, I'm being railroaded by the Big Ten to keep me off the sidelines so I don't have a proper hearing with the NCAA, which will happen after the year is over, which is there's already investigation going on. He already served three games to start the year due to the COVID-19 practices that he's accused of doing. This is now being woven into that investigation. He is saying the end stuff, like I told you yesterday, the big 10 says a coach, his behavior does not impact the university. The NCAA says a coach's behavior absolutely impacts the university. So you can take Harbaugh off the playing surface from a big 10 perspective and nothing happens to Michigan. But the NCAA, if they take Harbaugh off, there absolutely is something that happens to Michigan. 
So the argument that he's going to make tomorrow on, on Friday, I can't wait to hear how he gets himself <laughs> trying to get himself to coach other than saying this investigation is completely baloney because the NCAAs supersedes the big tents. So it's like, almost like you're making it uh, like a federal court over a state court. hundred percent argument. I agree. That's that, that I think facing the state court penalty when right. it should be governed a by the federal. federal court. Correct. I think that's their play is going to be, let me talk to the NCAA. That's already going on. The big Ten's trying to do this fast to keep me off the field. So I can't coach against Ohio state. And that's where I think you may want to just came in the chat and said, I love how the big 10 is sabotaging their chances in the, in the FBS playoffs. Correct. Just to keep Harbaugh out. They hate him that Ohio state would rather burn the house down with them in it than to let Jim Harbaugh go to the playoffs. Wow. Because all they have to do is beat them. <laughs> That's all they have to do is beat Michigan. But because they have to go to Michigan and they know their quarterback's not good enough to do it, they're trying to keep Michigan out. So, huh. Man, oh, man. Ohio State has lost three straight years to Jim Harbaugh. If you can't beat him, kick him out. If you can't beat him, get him suspended. <laughs> kick him out. Make sure he's not on the sideline. I don't know. I can't wait to watch it. I don't know what he's going to say. I hope he says enough. If he goes out with a blaze and they still say you're suspended, I think it's pretty obvious it'll be Michigan versus everybody. Oh, it already is. Look what the basketball did. Basketball came up with those shirts on one by 20 over St. John's. The whole university is, this is, this is one, uh, this is one pissed off state. This is one bunch of anger Wolverines and everything. If you're amazing blue, you are seeing red. <laughs> you want people in Ohio state dead. Unbelievable. I love this for college football, but I just hope he coaches. Just so there's no excuses. So he went. Oh, it's a ready-made excuse. When he wins, there's no excuses, or he loses, there's no excuses. If he don't coach <coughs> and they win, they go to the playoff. Then he's allowed to coach. Not necessarily. Not. It's a three-game ban. Only the Big Ten can dictate that. The NCAA has no jurisdiction on the college football playoff. So he's going to coach. Probably. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be hype build up. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. That'll it's, be a hype build up. The Big up Ten can team. only dictate Big Ten regular season games. The Big Ten really can't dictate anything else. So a Big Ten ban on Jim Harbaugh, it's already lacking. It's already a two game now. So although you could do it for the Big Ten title game, there's three games left. So it can be this week, Ohio State, Big Ten title game. Those three games can be his suspension. So that's why it happened. That's why they're doing it Friday before the next game to see if the issue is stay and then they'll set for the court hearing or the court will uphold the ban. So the ban's legitimate. This is a Michigan guy again. They took it to the Michigan guy who's a Michigan grad who's a Michigan judge. Different judge, I believe. They changed oh. judges out, but it's oh, still okay. in Michigan. Okay. All right. It's not the same. I don't think it's the same guy, but it's in Michigan. It's still a Michigan court that you're going in front of. Yeah. I don't know. We got a lot of people to like Big Ten stuff in here. Who who would you guys, in this situation, who are you rooting for? Ohio State or Michigan? It's clear. Winners in, losers out. 
it's so funny because there's Ohio no State, way the loser this game is getting no. in, right? Ohio State is so funny because they were so mad at Tattoo Gate and everything that happened with Tattoo Gate. That was messed up. They are still so bitter and so angry about all of that that this is their comeuppance. This is their payback. That they are calling them the Michigan Patriots, and they are just this is all about payback. It's amazing. This is such a non-story, really, for what they're accusing Michigan of doing. This could actually be an Ohio State model. Uh, I see, like, black, but this is this is the. I see Cincinnati with that. This is all red. Yeah, red and white. This is the uh, D Stout model. Oh, okay. Um, but Nebraska too. Nebraska. That's that's kind of what he went after with that yep. one. Yep. But those are those are red. Yeah, I see. I see. I see Nebraska. I see Rutgers. I don't want really to see Ohio State there, but yeah, I think the Ohio State tough red. Gonna be white. It's a tough red. It's that Buckeye red is tough. Red is yeah, it's something. I don't yeah. know. Friday Friday would be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch for Friday. Friday would be a lot of fun on this show. Bostonian versus the book roll call Friday. No, it always yeah, roll call Friday is always fun. All right. So DraftKings has announced that they are rolling out progressive parlays to your online sports book soon. Betters can choose the over-under on props, and they can win money even if they lose some of the legs. Why this is a big deal? Well, this is kind of what DraftKings was angry about. Yeah. With all the other prize picks, Thrive Fantasy, all the companies that are doing this across the country. Is this the case of if you can't beat them, join them? Or does DraftKings have a point that they're licensed so they can roll this out just like they want all the other apps to be licensed as sports books? A little bit of both, right? They got to, uh, I don't know, maybe they'll do it and do it better. That's, you know, but they're they're doing it because there's a market. There. It. They're doing it because the market, the public wants it. Public does it. Right. It is a little weird that you can bet a parlay and lose some of your legs and still win. <laughs> it's a little counterintuitive to the way you booked games. <laughs> I'm all right with that part of it. Okay. Um, but the pay you got to watch the payouts. You got to watch it's betting these things. You have to be very careful, right? Because you really can't win, and you can lose, and then continue to lose, and then you're always behind. And that's well, betting I in general, though, right? all the time. Start with the straight bets. Yep, and learn how to do that. And then when you do two team two team parlays, like you can learn how to do that, and then you can start to really be smart, and you know try these crazy four teamers and six teamers and all that other stuff. I I don't know, but again, I'm not the market. So no, you are uh, not. That is very true. You are not. But like when I first moved here, every Saturday night we went bowling, and I would fill out a ten team teaser card yes with the intention of getting it to monday night to then oh. play the other side <laughs> head, and head off it, right stuff and um 
there was a the pleaser card that Chris Andrews did at the Golden Nugget, then you know brought out to the South Point, where you move the line against you, in, you know, in a game, and the payouts a four teamer pays eighty to one. Ooh. So those were fun, but these things. Would you try this? Would you? Are you going to start looking at these for the juice no. or any of that stuff? No, it's just too much for me. It's not. It's not that it's too much for me. It's just that I'm not. Um, most of these have to do with with player props, and I don't really enjoy betting player props. Right. I I think people who uh, I understand why a lot of people in the content space want to boil it down and they think they find softer numbers betting on spreads, betting on props. I understand yeah. that. But to me, I feel like I have a much better grasp of a team in a game from a total team, total side than I do whether or not a quarterback's going to be able to complete 29 passes during the game. It's just I don't I don't know, and again, maybe old, maybe just not as into the fantasy stuff. I mean, this is more for fantasy guys. Yes, but it's DK trying to take their fantasy audience, bring them over to the bet to the betting side that maybe they haven't been a part of it. This might be a way of opening a door, right? In. Like, hey, you guys like betting this stuff, so why don't you take that you know that lineup you created? And do this progressive parlay. And you could wind up getting yourself, you know, a 10 buck bet could win you 40 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever it might be. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely the juice just came in and said it. There are soft spots in player prop numbers. They're Correct. harder to make. And a lot of times they're automated. Yep. You know, they're averaged out and you know, just put in there and then you know better you know, shape those. Sure. And, and look, um, I, I get, I've seen people do it all the time. And, 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 but like, I don't find it fun betting. And to me, this is still for fun. This is still entertainment for me that, you know, number of outs for a, for a, for a pitcher or number of strikeouts for a pitcher. Like those are just aren't fun bets for me. Like I don't, I don't find a lot of joy in watching those props. See, like the baseball stuff I think is the best yeah. in those regards sure. because it's but an I, individual yeah. team sport. Right. You, like that's always said. It's a lot of individual moments that has a team result. Right. Mm -hmm. The pitcher and the hitter are very individual. Yep. Um, and some of those numbers are just wrong. Like that, you know, the, the pitcher outs one was one of my favorites that I did this season with the Pirates. Like, and every time I did it, the response was different than when you just give a side or a total. So I get it. I think it's a different market it's for different. It's it's for different people. I mean, it doesn't have to be good, bad, and different. Just doing multiple times a day or multiple days in a row, trying to hit parlays of four teams or more is very difficult. Very because you, you get what? One out of three? One out of four? No, there's a lot of days you'll go three out of four. You know, you handicap right. If you bet four things individually and go three out of four, oh, that's great! Of that's course, no, no, I mean, like I'm saying, how many days? I mean, bet this parlay four straight days, a four or five teamer. Would you hit it once? Oh, I mean, maybe no. hit it, maybe hit it no, once. Hit it once a week. 
right? You're lucky. So you hope. All right. Today is launch day. Somebody on my Instagram asked us when we were going to talk about this today. If you and I would give us our, our opinion on launch day for ESPN bet. And I said, yes, we're going to talk about two different topics involving ESPN bet. Yep. Uh, UNLV received a $200,000 pledge to nice. responsible gaming yesterday. Pioneering grant one day before they launched ESPN bet to look at problem gambling, look at problem gaming, problem marketing, problem issues. I I, I don't I, thank you. It's one of my employers. So I, I appreciate that. And, and I hope that you and I do more stuff with the gaming school in the coming years. We're, we're, we're having conversations about what we can do to educate kids and do different content type shows and seminars and classes and whatnot as to what this weird content space will look like going forward right. for college kids who come on out. Is this not, I mean, it's $200,000. It's a lot of money, but like a part of me says like, this is not a lot of money. <laughs> like, you sent me the article yesterday. This is nothing. <laughs> it feels like nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, and again, I'm not in a position to say thank you or no thank you or right. like to say, but I mean, that's great. This is a you know, this is a dollars check. They laid off a bunch of people too. Is this is this a two hundred thousand dollar paid headline? Is that what it costs nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> is is that just a way of getting a headline before they launch today to get a headline out there that like, hey, we really care about responsible gaming? One of the craziest things that's going on in the business, especially since Passport Past, is this faux concern for the responsible gaming part of all this it's really a big part of it that doesn't show its ugly head until later mm. and they don't acknowledge that until it's too late so they pay off the right people do the absolute minimum required and also people don't want to hear it oh so they don't give it to them we used to have the when the fun stops brochure on the counter. <laughs> still, it's still there. When it's you there go now. to a casino here in town, it's there. A lot of times it's on the end now. <laughs> still there, maybe one person sees it. Right. But I would make light of it to try to give someone it and say, it might be time to read this. Oh, right. You know, and like there were other people that I knew were not going to stop gambling, but they would come in and ask for like arena football league first halves. And I would go, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me go check. And I would walk down to the end of the counter and grab the brochure and say, no, we don't have arena football league first half numbers, but we have these brochures. You should probably, this That's is it. when the fun stops. What, and what did the person say to you? You're a jag off. Yes. Okay, good. Exactly. But <laughs> we had to we had to make I, light of it because they I would say I would happened. say Fugazi. I would say like right. yeah, don't exactly. tell me what I want to bet on something. Don't tell me what to, I can and cannot bet. Just yeah, say no. No, it's a regular that I would do. I oh, wouldn't do it with right. a complete stranger, okay. but I would do it with a guy that was just being a wise guy. You know, home slice, where's your arena football league first half? Home slice. Hold on a second. Let me get them for you. And I walk down and get it. <laughs> but it's a problem. When it becomes a problem, this would be like putting on the bar at a bar. Alcohol kills you. Okay. Well, who wants to hear that when you come to have drinks at the bar? Fair. No, true. But I mean, cigarettes have had warning signs on the 
pack for they had ever, to force forever. them with their hands behind their back right say, but they didn't they did it put this warning yeah. sign on and people don't care people still smoke and they don't care right like smoke is coming back on college campuses it's not good man gotta what? stop yeah it's gotta stop it's coming what back vape pens and all the others well yeah i think but i think vape pens it's like the progression like they get them with vape and then they go to the, the real stuff you know it's like the thc vape and then they get them to the actual cigarettes i was like i, I saw a bunch of kids smoking outside i was like Wow, I haven't seen that in a long time. I think that's coming back. Kids are smoking again. Not a fan. Uh, one more topic before we let go of Sports yep. Grid and Sirius XM. Darren Rovell, the Action Network, says the ESPN bet's got one year to prove itself. Do you think that's the number? No. I mean, they're going to not go away in that number, but what's the number? Like, how long do they have to prove itself? What is proving I, to me? It's what's proving itself because if you go one year from today, okay, so today is launch day, November 14th, ESPN bet becomes a reality. Next year, it still will not have had a full football season under its belt. Correct. So it's impossible. So it's not one year. I mean, I need, I need, I need like a real solid full football year, six months from August until February. So eight months of tracking to tell you whether or not ESPN bet actually. So I need it in 2025, 2024. Yeah. February of 25, February of 25. Yeah. Come talk to me. New Orleans is the Super Bowl. February 25. Will ESPN bet still be a thing? One and two, will it be, can we use that as the finish line to determine successful, not successful? That's, that's the, that's a fair finish line in my mind, but my answer is yes that it's going to be used by a lot of people. They're going to have it being in like, for instance, the smartest thing that they've ever done that they've done for me, for my usage of the ESPN app is that the ESPN pay uh, power play package is tremendous. I watch on my phone. I watch at least one hockey game every single day because it's just very easy. Oh, through ESPN plus. Yeah. But ESPN plus is integrated into the ESPN app. Yeah. ESPN watch bet everything on your phone and in ESPN like bet is going to be integrated into the app. It's going to be an all in one encompassing thing. Mm. So people are lazy. People want it easy. If I'm betting two and a half at ESPN bet or two and a half at DraftKings, I don't care where I'm betting it. I'm getting the same number. I'm, going to use ESPN bet because it's right in front of me and I'm watching the game. I'm following the line, whatever it might be. I'm following the stories on the webs, on the app. Mm. It's a one-stop shop. So I think they're going to be fine. I think they're, they're going to do very well. Now, are they going to get 20% of the market? I don't know. I don't think so, but they're coming in with something very different than any other book has ever had. They have the games. Right. We we always talk about it. What do we want? The games. What do we bet? The games. Who has the games? ESPN. Right. So on the ESPN app, <laughs> you're going to have ESPN bet. Like you have a little button that says ESPN plus. Yeah. It's going to be like that for ESPN bet. I don't know if that's good or bad. Make, make it very easy and young people will use it. And that's why I think ESPN bet will be fine. I don't know what the number is going to be, but I think they're going to do very well with people who bet the casual DraftKings FanDuel, typical customer. It's not going to hurt 
people like Circa. It's not going to hurt people who are, you know, catering to a serious player, but for the casual ESPN bet will be a thing. Do you remember the ESPN phone? I do. That's what Darren went ahead and, and talked about, but it's a totally different world because I wasn't using the phone to watch the game. So that's different. The analogy doesn't make any sense. The phone was a benefit, was a hook to get me to sign up to ESPN, the magazine, which right. I didn't want anyway. <laughs> so why do, I, why do I want a phone? Sign us off. We'll finish this discussion in bonus time. If you guys are watching live on Twitter and YouTube, do not move for Sports Grid and for Sirius XM. Thank you for watching and listening, guys. We're back tomorrow. Those of you guys who are still going to stay with us, bonus time. Continue, sir. Um, the people that are betting are already betting. Getting someone to change an app right now for whom they're accustomed to is going to be tough. Disagree. So I don't think they're just going to change because I do. The lines better be the same. They better be the same. hundred percent. If the lines aren't the same, they're not going to switch. Correct. Because they can watch the thing. Yes. You can't charge me double the price just because it's on over here. Agreed. It better be competitive pricing, both on money lines Spreads, yep, parlays, enough. Yeah, hundred um, percent. They have to, but they're going to have such a large advantage because they can be Walmart, Costco. They can be a big box store. They can drop the price. If I was them, I'd come out with one hundred five lines for the first six months. Mm. Just take all the business, make it cheaper for everybody. Yeah, but then then they got to deal with the sharks. And they deal with the sharks anyway. Sharks are coming anyway, but Penn no, should have not. experience. Penn should know this. Penn should have experience with coming with, with protection against the sharks. Uh, the sign-up bonuses, everything that's starting, all the things they're going to give away for now into the next two or three weeks to get people to change over. The pros are coming in both barrels. I don't think I don't think so. Because they, they they they're not going to go to ESPN bet. They're going to get shut off in two seconds. You beat okay, the but, CLV, you get shut off. Yeah, but so how many how many doing. beards are they going to have to to run at the run at ESPN? It depends. If the prices are right, they'll send them in, but they won't do it long. Um, Percy Roscoe came in and said the only way he uses ESPN bet is if they're offering bonuses. See? So they're going to they offer will. bonuses. They will. Um, I'll ask the chat. Are you guys going to use ESPN bet wherever you're at? I think, yeah, someone's asking, do you have to download an additional app? I don't see ESPN bet in my ESPN app. I don't think they've rolled out that yet. They had, I don't think they, they've rolled out the integration yet, but that is the plan. Mm-hmm. They're going to have it be integrated the same way on the bottom of your ESPN app. You'll see that plus for ESPN plus. There's going to be an ESPN bet tab in that. So you will click on that and it will take you to a different interface that will be the book. So it'll all be encompassed. You'll be able to watch the games, switch off, go into a different part of the app. Like I use the ESPN app where I take the screen and I pull it down so it's picture in picture and I'll follow another game while I'm watching a game. And you can do that where you're, and then you can do that when you're going to bet on a game. You can watch a live line the way that in watching the game live, you can watch the number at the same time. I think people are going to use it. I think it's it's ESPN's app is the easiest to use in terms of watching games. And you're already on it anyway. 
So now it's easy. Just I'm already there. Let me sign up. Give me a bonus. Give me whatever you're going to give me to get me to come on over. But yes, long-term pricing has to be there. You can't kick people out and you got to have, you know, you can't have scandals. Don't piss people off. They'll be fine as far as that goes. Yeah. So I, it, I think they'll be, I'll be interested to see how it goes with the, with the software. Barstool did 5%, right? What's that? Barstool did 5% on the Only market. In a couple markets. It was less than 2% in most. Yeah. So I, I think they'll double in the first year. They'll at least double what Barstool did in, in every market. Um, Santiago Garza just came in and said the ESPN bet app is online right now. There you go. Well, it's you easy. It's, it's, the, well, it's the Barca. It's the Barstool app. No, no, no. They took that down. That's been yeah. It's just reskinned though. It's the same. It's, they just reskinned it. So it's in the app store because it's reskinned. The Google Play Store. There. Yeah, it was already clear. It was already there. ESPN like bet. There you go. Yeah, that's not shocking at all. That that's that that's like that. But it's the it right now. It's its own app but they're going to integrate it directly into the ESPN main app shortly. I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be, I, I I, look, will they ever make the money back that they paid? I don't know, but will it work? Yes. I think it will work. The standard of what is, what does that look like? Well, that's I, the beholder. You know, if you're an investor and you're like, where's my money? I don't know if you ever get your full money back. If you are looking at it from in terms of like other books who have entered the marketplace, what percentage of the market are you going to get? I think in one year, they'll be pleased with what they're going to get. Right. It'll be more than double what Barstool is doing. Eh, Maybe in certain states. I, I think I think they I should think Barstool. I mean, I went to the Barstool book with Brother Doug in Columbus. Right. Book was great. It was July. Right. It was June. There wasn't a person in the book. Book didn't right. open at the counter until three o'clock. Back that's east. Amazing. That's amazing. So I mean, that's 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 amazing. But I think it will, will. We won't know for a long time, more than a year, before you can make a definitive call as to whether or not it is working or has worked for ESPN Bet. All right, as I said, this is the day of CLV for me. Oh boy, Creighton, Iowa over. Sorry, that number is yes. Wait, did I write that right? Hold on. Over 160 and a half. Yeah, it's 164 and a half. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I want to show you the right. Yes. Over 160 and a half. Yeah. Better to book it. <laughs> it's four points. Bishop on. He convinced me even more. And <laughs> this game's going over. Yeah. I would this agree. game may go over 170. I would agree. Duke, Michigan State under 142 and a half. Bet it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's I down. think this is uh, just the first glance. And again, you guys watching the show or listening to the show, we thank you. The college basketball, I'm paying attention, kind of, but <laughs> haven't did right. dove in all yet. I'm it's picking early. up bits and pieces of stuff. I got to watch more games. Um, we got to get through this Thanksgiving over here at this house, and then I'll start paying a little more attention to it. I'm focused on the NBA and the NHL right now. So if I say book it, 
Doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean it's right. I don't know sometimes. That one I'm not crazy about, but I'd say bet it. Bruins under six and a half. Is that the right number? Did you write that one right? That's right. I got that last night. Yes. Let's double check that. What do you double check it? I'm showing my slip. Double check it. No, no. I know you got it. I just want to make sure. Yeah, because it's six now. Yes. It's six six I told you. This is the CLV day of my. I I have CLV in every single bet I have made today. I have CLV. Jeez. It's a good thing it's just me and you that can't cancel the show. (laughs) Fuckers might come after us. It's fucking Peralt's betting overnights. He's getting the best numbers. Close his account. Um, nah, I got to bet this too. Okay. This is the return of an old friend. <laughs> oh boy. I would do this with you every Friday on our radio show. What are you doing? The don't bet parlay parlay is oh. back. God. <laughs> so let me give you a refresher as to what the rules two. are. Here we go. It must be a three leg parlay or bigger and it must pay six to one or greater. Okay. What are you doing? Remember this? Remember this better every Friday? People remember this? Oh, yeah. It's back for today. DraftKings will let you do this. Other books will as well. Creighton team total over 87 and a half. Okay. Duke under 142 and a half. Game. Okay. Game 148 over Kansas, Kentucky. Plus 650. Actually has a shot. (laughs) Which one are you most sweating? Duke's under. Yeah. Duke, I, I, whenever I'm betting it under, I'm always going to sweat it, but there's a total over two. It might be a little hairy. I don't know. I, I don't like Kentucky's defense. I think KU is going to score tonight. I know, but the neutral courts things like a lot of times it's just different. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm booking this. <laughs> this might actually hit. So we'll see if that comes. You do this on Tuesdays now. You're bringing this nope. back? No, nope. it was oh, just oh, oh, just a thing you thought of. Last I night. just brought it back because one, I like the plays, but two, every once in a while, I got to throw some spice. You know, you need to throw on some Cajun spicing under the chicken just to make it taste a little bit different and better. So, just a little bit of a Cajun hook spicing on the chicken. You know, just a little, just a little pop it up. You know, got to throw some spice on it to make it. Make it taste a little different once in a while. Back it up, flip it, rub it down. Hell yeah. There you go. Oh, no. Okay. Florida puck line. Minus 105. Of course we're going to do this. Okay. Thanks to Joe C. Keeping track. Thank you. At this. Yeah. And then finally, here is your Calgary Montreal. Over six. Oh. Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I I like the side. I, I'm going to, I'll say bet this, but I'm going to throw it back to you. Okay. Montreal money line, better to book it. Calgary is an up and down disaster. Montreal beat the Bruins in the last game. Sure. Why not? Take the plus. Sure. Why not? I can't believe this number. <laughs> I saw this this morning and I was like, wait a second. Hold on. What the hell am I missing? It's going up. They're betting Calgary like it's nothing. Interesting. I don't get it. I don't know. I didn't buy check low on Calgary. Buy low on get. I thought it was. Hold on, I'll tell you. I thought it was Calgary. Like Gumpy says it. 
Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. He says it every time I talk to him. It's so funny. Uh, let's see. So you're looking at Markstrom against Montembleau. Give me Montreal to win two in a row. Markstrom's so inconsistent. Can't be. I mean, I just he's so inconsistent. Mine should be like one forty. Ooh. You know, Calgary's got to be favored. They can't be. But like, I got the screen set up now, so I see my ma- I see the matchups, but I don't see the numbers. So when I get up in the morning, I just do my own numbers. Okay. And I look, and I still got it on most of them, or they still got it with me. Like the numbers are close. But this one was the biggest discrepancy, and I was like, I'm asking him today. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. I don't mind it. But right. Calgary's very – I don't like Montreal. I don't like Montembleau either. Either. I feel like you should be able to speak French. With I, you, you would think I need to, right, Perot? Right? Montembeau? That's how you say it. Montembeau, right? It's, P, it's, it's I don't know, but it's, I'm buying it. Like, this yeah. is part of the problem for two years. No, it's, it's, it's Montembeau. That's how you say it's, his last name. You yes. say this shit, I believe. Say Montembeau. find out later, and I'm like. Yeah, it's it's E-A-U-L-T. Like, my last name is supposed to be P-E-R-R-E-A-U-L-T. Perot. Montembeau. That's how, that's how am I supposed to be Perot? And Montembeau in that tonight for the Montreal Canadiens. Good Frenchman. Super chat questions, both from Crunchy. Let's go. Crunchy says, Dave, hat looks great. Yes. Don't worry about the details. I got a local guy that'll do some additions. I'm, I'm as busy as fuck right now Ooh. until before Christmas. I'll drop the supers when I can. Wisconsin Providence under 141 and a half. I looked at it. It scares me. Walford, Tennessee over 140 and a half. Don't mind it. Ooh. South Bama plus 20 and a half for Crunchy. And he says on the Harbaugh thing, you can get rid, you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And if you ain't trying, you ain't winning. Ask the Patriots. <laughs> Damn. Uh, DeJu says that $1,000 deposit match and bet 200 gets 200 on the ESPN bet for the promos. Okay. Yeah, the ESPN app is the Barstool app with a different color scheme. <laughs> that's That's so love the chat that's what it is they're right 100 yeah. they are right they are there favorite thing about today is what <coughs> excuse me um i uh i got asked i had a nice talk with my oldest daughter last night she's got a lot of things going on we're getting ready in six weeks to ship her back east and my favorite thing about today is that when she comes home from the workout and whatever else she's doing, we're going to evaluate whether we're going to go on a quick jaunt to uh, L.A. Ooh. Yeah, this weekend. So okay. we'll see. Um, but it just reminded me of like one last ride for dad and for dad and Kai. What's that? One last ride for dad and Kai. Maybe. I don't know. I just I it, for hockey. It, what are you going out there just to go see stuff? Or what are you going to L.A. for? Games? Fun? Basketball? No, I don't know. Exactly. It's might be a boy involved in some some sports that we're gonna go watch play and let me bring my dad and nobody else could go. I'm gonna get to the root of all of it. All right. But I was entertaining the thought and I thought how many guys are out there. 
with kids or without kids with a spouse. And sometimes like you just don't know if anybody's listening. Right. And you just wonder. And then you have a conversation like that. I was like, that's going to be my best thing about today. Because no one else in the house was around. <laughs> Had a nice little, you know, like you, you, you know her. It's about a 10 minute talk. Right. Most of nine th- minutes and 30 seconds of which I was listening, you know, which is fine. But you come here and you get to talk and see the chat and see the people and all this other stuff. Favorite thing about today, listen to each other. Mm. Listen a little bit because you might not hear stuff. You might see stuff. Everybody just listen. Just listen. That's fair. I have two. The first of which I just got. (laughs) So I'm watching because I'm a sicko. I'm watching game tape of Creighton last night. So I'm watching. No, I'm watching their game back. You really got a problem. <laughs> so I love them. <laughs> so, so I so I, I look on the bench, and there's there's Derek Kellogg. I'm like, Who's where Derek the fuck Kellogg? have I been? How the fuck Derek Kellogg's on the Creighton bench? Who's so Derek? Derek Kellogg is one of the most famous point guards for UMass. He was the head coach of UMass. He was there. My my freshman year was his senior year. Oh, I'm like. Derek Kellogg. I'm like, what, what's going on? So I send coach McDermott a text this morning and I just said, Hey, coach Mac, best of luck tonight, blah, blah, blah. I said, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that a UMass grad was on your bench. I go, that's awesome. I go, when can we get the Creighton UMass game going? <laughs> he said, it's a great guy. He goes, you better start working on the next Creighton coach, Matt, to play at UMass. Cause that shit ain't happening with me. Ah! <laughs> Love it. Coach Mac's like, I am playing at fucking UMass, dude. <laughs> that's, oh, that's phenomenal. Awesome. So unfortunately, UMass is not going to host Creighton. And I don't blame him because why the hell would he ever want to go play at the Mullen Center? But it would be, I would, I told him I'd be front and center. I'd be, you know, let's go play at UMass. You got Kellogg. He coached, head coach at UMass for a bunch of years. Now he's on your bench, but that's great. So I'm psyched that Coach Mac is Derek Kellogg. We'll see them here. It would be fun to see them when they, when they come here to Vegas uh, for their game against UNLV. And finally, this is an awesome announcement that we get to make. And I, he tweeted it. So I think we can put it out there. Our guy, John Kincaid tweet today. Kincaid three cancer zero. He completed his treatment, which is absolutely phenomenal. So I know he's been a big part of this show. He watches this show a lot. We love him. We love when he comes on. We can't wait to see him here in Vegas for the Super Bowl. He told us he was going to come here. That was part of his goal was to, get through the 12 cancer chemo treatments to be healthy enough to be here for the Super Bowl. Who knows? Maybe his Eagles will be here again, but he made that announcement today that he's gone through his treatments. So favorite thing about today, John Kincaid. Might have to have him on tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's see if we can squeeze him in. That's fucking in. great. It's awesome. So I, I saw that today. I was like, man, that's my favorite thing about today. I've had a shit 24 hours. Holy cow. Uh, I've had a lot of things go on. I've been Stop really talking. mad. I, I went for a, for a long walk today. I, I got up this morning and went for a four, a three mile walk just to clear my head. <laughs> and then I saw that and I went, all right. Right. Yeah. All right. Like, stop, like, stop. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. Let's buckle down and let's go because. You were the topic of discussion this morning in the transition from uh, the way out the door for the wife. 
I said, you're not going to believe this. And I told her, and she's like, what? I said, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. That was my answer. What? That was just one of those. (laughs) That was was my answer, too. What? Yeah. So we are back tomorrow, boys and girls. Thank you for being here. We love all of you guys, the brigade. You guys are absolutely the best. Hashtag BVB Brigade on socials. Tag it wherever you post stuff. Hit the the like button, too. We see it all, too. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We are back tomorrow for a Wednesday. BVB. Go Blue Jays. I'll be in the Discord channel. BBBshow.com. Talk to you tomorrow.